church. Good evening to you all. How are we doing this evening? We're doing okay? Hey, man. Well, if you're able to rise, we'd like you to join us in singing hymn 535. Hymn 535. Hymn 535. Hymn 535. Amen. Sing along. Uh, every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day before. Every day with Jesus, I love him more and more. Jesus saves and keeps me, and he's the one I'm waiting for. Every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day before. Let's do that one more time from the top. Every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day hour. We just pray, Lord, that uh, everything that is uh, done from this point on, Lord, will bring you glory and you alone. Father, bless your beloved people who are here as well. Please be with our pastor, Lord, and we just ask this all in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen and amen. Hymn 370, hymn 370. Every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day before. Especially if you know in whom you believe. Amen. I know whom I have believed in. We'll do all verses. Amen. In 370, here we go. I know not why God's wondrous grace.
Glad you're here. Say amen. 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 How many of you, when you came in, was it dark when y'all got here? Was the cross lit up? How many of y'all didn't even notice the cross? How many of y'all noticed the cross? How many of y'all not telling the truth? All right. When you leave, uh, just, I haven't been out there to look with it dark either, so just check it out see if it's lit up, okay? We tried to fix it to where it's lit up like this one. So out front, so uh, that's how, anyway, so let, let us know how we did, all right? If it's bad, Brother DeVito did it, okay? I'm just saying, if it's good, well, we did it together, all right? <laughs> uh, bulletin, if you have that, please uh, pick that up pretty real quick. Let me go over a couple of things. Uh, first of all, <clears throat> Let me say that the uh, Blick Beyond box, we need to get everything in by, the, by December 6th. Um, there's a list out there, dresses, skirts, sandals, flip-flops, small toys, etc. They like the writing pads and pens and things of that nature. Uh, the pecans are for the missionaries, okay? So uh, we, there's some already been put out there. Uh, if you... I asked uh, Brother Ocalino, I said, is there anything that you and your wife would like to have that we can send you? And man, one of the first things out, in very uh, nice and humble way, he said, preacher, he said, uh, those pecans y'all sent the last time, those were really good. So I said, "Don't okay, don't worry about it. And so those that's out there, I appreciate you putting those in, but uh, I don't think we can send them too many, all right? So... Uh, uh, but uh, but please, let's try to get that in as, as quickly as possible, all right? Um, how many of you have not had your photos made for the directory yet? Okay. Amen. All right. Well, please, if you're not on that list, get, uh, please get on there and try to get that done. I think they've got some sign-up uh, sign thing out there for Sunday. Uh, the Korean folks, I think, are going to be on there. They're doing their Sunday. Is that right, Brother Wujian? Uh, so please get that on there so that we can get that all taken care of as quickly as possible as well. Appreciate Ms. Zoe taking care of that. She's doing Amen. an excellent job. Amen. Amen. And, uh, I mean, I've seen people smile coming out of there that had, I had never seen smile. So I know, I'm telling you. So she's got to be a professional, right? So, uh, but I appreciate her doing that as well. Uh, also, again, this is our midweek service. And, uh, Please uh, enjoy your Thanksgiving Thursday. Uh, how, anybody, how many of y'all are having a big day Thursday for Thanksgiving? You're cooking. And, all right, so now we know we can either go to Brother Aaron's house. Amen. I think there's a couple of hands over here. Y'all recognize those. And if you need his address, just let me know. I'll give that to you. All right, Get some GPS coordinates, and you can go over. Uh, but please have a, a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, men's prayer breakfast is coming up as well. Uh, pretty quick, so please, a lot of things, just read your bulletin and go over that, all right? Also, something I need to emphasize and I'll make um, a little bit more clear is that the sign-up sheet that's out here on the bulletin board for food is for the December the 11th church banquet. That is not for the Monday night Bible study and party for the ladies and the men, Okay. So if your name is on there, just remember, we, it's, uh, it's for a meal, okay? Because uh, I know some of you may be used to bringing something for the, uh, the Bible study, which is fine. We're, we're going to do that as well, but this, that is for specifically for the, uh, the Christmas banquet for the church uh, for December the 11th. So please make sure uh, you make that distinction, all right? Uh, I think ladies are, are having a... I don't know, whatever they do, they did that last year. Men, uh, let me throw this out here. It, just buy a gift under 20 bucks, okay? And it, we'll do like we did last time. If I, if Brother Aaron gets something I like and it's my turn, I can take his gift from him, okay? Uh, but it's kind of, you know, the white elephant thing, so uh, we're going to have a good time with that. So if you want to buy something uh, decent under 20 bucks, can you get something decent under $20? Uh, oh, some bubble gum or something? I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, you go. I get you. Yeah, a bottle of a two-liter bottle of Doctor Thunder. Amen. So, but anyway, men, anything under twenty dollars, and that'll that's for our 
our we'll do out we'll come in and we'll eat like we did last year and then we'll go to our perspective places okay uh, but don't forget about that and once again the the uh, sign-up sheet is for December 11th church banquet which will be right after our morning worship service okay everybody good and say everybody got that okay good all right now uh, if you'll grab your prayer sheet if you would please by the way church Sunday morning same time same bat time same bat channel all right, so be here ready to go Sunday morning, and uh, and and just uh, so we'll just we're gonna have church. Looking forward to it. All right. Um, please remember all of these that are on our our prayer sheet, and uh, keep all of them in your prayers. There's several uh, on there for help, spe- also special needs as well. Uh, a, a special prayer for. Uh, if you would please for uh, uh, Brother Joseph and Miss Megan, uh, they, you know, they uh, are looking for a house and they need you to pray for them. Amen. And uh, so please, it, they are staying in an RV till they find one. Yeah, that's exactly my thought. Oh, <laughs> you ladies, if y'all stayed in a small space with four children. Yeah, you understand. So please just pray for them. I know that they would certainly uh, appreciate that. Uh, and again, remember all of these uh, on the uh, on the special needs list as well. And uh, pray for our church needs. Continue to pray for Brother uh, Choi and his immigration status. They, um, I can't emphasize that enough. That we please pray for that that everything goes smoothly, uh, and they st- uh, uh, give their stamp of approval on that for his R1 visa, uh, so that. Um, you know, he can be here, be here in the right way, all right? But, so that way when we get ready to work on the next one, everything will be in order. So please uh, keep him in your prayers, all right? Well, let's go to the Lord in prayer, and uh, we'll pray for our offering as well. Dear Father, we thank you, Lord, for this day. Lord, this uh, midweek service tonight, Lord, we come before you giving you thanks and giving you praise. Lord, I am uh, thankful uh, Lord, tonight that I serve a risen Savior, Lord, and I'm thankful tonight, God, that you uh, sent Jesus to die on the cross for me, and I'm thankful that you rose again the third day, Lord, and I'm thankful that you are seated at the right hand of the Father, and I'm thankful, Lord, today that I'm saved, born again, child of God, and I'm thankful, Lord, that my sins are forgiven, Lord, this, this evening, and I'm thankful, God, that when I do get wrong, Lord, I can get right, and I'm thankful for that today. I'm thankful, Lord, that you're long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance, and Lord, for that I'm thankful. I'm, I'm just thankful today for your many blessings. Uh, Lord, I pray for these that are on our uh, prayer list tonight, Lord. We continue to lift up those that are having some health needs, Lord, and pray, God, that you'd be with them and help them, Lord, for also for those that are on our, our special need requests, Lord. I I lift them up. I pray, God, for the races, Lord, as they search for a house. I pray, God, that they'll find one according to your perfect will. And, God, that your blessing will be upon them. I, I continue to pray for Miss Erica, Lord, and her cancer treatments, God. And lift her up, Lord. Brother Maker, Lord, as well, as he's dealing with cancer, Lord. I, I just pray, God, for our people. And ask you, God, that you'd please just touch them, Lord. And if it be your will, Father, that you'd heal them. And uh, Lord, in, in a miraculous way. And so, uh, God, I just, again, ask you for your will in, in each and every re- request tonight. God, I pray, Lord, that you'd be with us in our Bible study, Lord, in just a few moments. That, God, you'd help me again to rightly divide your word of truth. And, Lord, help me to stay in the confines of the word of God tonight, Lord. And, God, I'll give you praise for that. Bless this offering, Lord. Bless the gift and the giver. Thank you again for our people Uh, God bless us as we leave this place in just a little while. Bless us, Lord, as we come together as families and on Thanksgiving Day. And may we stop for just a few minutes, Lord. And uh, God, just give thanks, God, for your many blessings to each and every one of us, Lord. We give you praise for it. Bless the offering again, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have an offering, you please come.
Amen and amen. If you're able to rise, we'd like for you to join us in singing hymn number 80. Hymn 80, hymn number 80. Hymn number 80, Come Thou Long Expected Jesus. Hymn number 80. Second verse. All born thy each other. First Corinthians chapter 11 is where we're going to be. And uh, we're going to read beginning in verse 17 and we'll Read down through verse 34. We'll read to the end of the chapter, okay? 1 Corinthians 17, or excuse me, verse, uh, chapter 11, verse 17 through verse 34. Find your place, say amen. amen. Now in this that I declare unto you, I praise you not, Paul speaking here to the Corinthians, um, not just to the Corinthian people only, but to the Corinthian church. Okay, y'all say, still with me, say amen. To the Corinthian church. He says, Now in this that I declare unto you, I praise you not that ye come together, or that ye come together not for the better, but for the worse. For first of all, when ye come together in the church, I hear that there be divisions among you, and I partly believe it. For there must be also heresies among you, that uh, they which are approved may be made manifest among you. When you come together, therefore, into one place, this is not to eat the Lord's Supper. For in eating, every one taketh before other his own supper. And one is hungry, and another is drunken. What? Have ye not houses to eat and to drink in? Or despise ye the church of God, and shame them that have not? What shall I say to you? Shall I praise you in this? Paul says, I praise you not. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread... And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take eat, this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, 
and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if ye would judge, uh, if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Wherefore, my brethren, talking to Christian people, when ye come together to eat, tarry one for another. And if any man hunger, let him eat at home, that ye come not together unto condemnation, and the rest will I set in order when I come. Dear Father, I pray, God, that you'd please help us to understand what's going on here. Help me, God, to relay that to our people. And, and uh, God, may we allow the Holy Spirit of God to speak to our hearts, Lord. And uh, God, just uh, uh, so that we understand what's about to take place tonight. And God, may, uh, Lord, you receive the honor and the glory for everything that's said. And God, everything that we think and do tonight, Lord, I'll give you the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. You may be seated. Now, the Lord's Supper, and I haven't taught on this in a while, but the Lord's Supper is one of two ordinances, one of the two ordinances that, uh, that the Lord instituted in the church. Amen. And it's crucial for believers to understand uh, how it's to be observed and how it's not to be observed. Um, there, it, um, so here in our text, I want to look at a few things, but I want you to see some of the things that's going on here. Now, Paul is talking to the Corinthian church, and you can go through chapter 11, and, and, and it starts here in verse 17, and notice that Paul says, uh, or excuse me, verse 18, he says, for first of all, when, now notice what he says, this is very important, that when ye come together in the church, and if you'll read down through here, you'll notice that those words, when you come together, it's mentioned more than once. Right. Now, what's going on here is Paul is talking to a local assembly. Right. He's talking to a local church. The, the institution of the Lord's Supper was given to the church. Right. And when I say the church, I'm talking about it was given to every independent fundamental Baptist church. And I, I'll just throw that in there. But, it, I mean, it was given to every independent Baptist church. Now, the Baptist wasn't, uh, anyway, I shouldn't have probably said Baptist. I don't want to muddy the water. It was given to every independent church, okay? It was given to each uh, church congregation uh, for them to observe the Lord's Supper uh, as God has uh, stated in his word. Now, the, when we observe the Lord's Supper, it is not ours to do with as we please. Amen. It's God's. He set the standard. I did not. Uh, God did. And we need to follow the, the standard that the Lord sets up. And that's why Paul is writing to the Corinthian people. Because they, they were not following the standard that the, uh, of the Lord's table the way God intended for it to be. Right. In fact, when you go here and you begin reading, if you go back in verse 2 of chapter 11, uh, Paul praised the Corinthians uh, for their diligence in keeping the traditions or customs of the church. Uh, but there in verse 2, uh, dealing with the Lord's Supper, he, he said, I praise you not. Now, the word declare, it means to command. And Paul is uh, stressing the importance of the Lord's Supper and, and, and is stressing the absolute necessity to celebrate it as it ought to be celebrated. And then when you come to verse 17, you notice Paul says, when you come together, he said, you come together not for the better, but for the worse. I mean, they were, they were coming, they had for, missed the whole purpose of the Lord's Supper completely. Right, right. And if you read through there, you'll notice, one, that they brought a, they brought a complete meal. Right. And they were having a big fellowship. Uh, but listen, this is not a big fellowship like what we have in here sometimes. Amen. Amen. that has a very specific purpose for it uh, and, and, and given to a specific people, a, a, local, a local assembly. Right. And so they, these people had completely missed it. They, in fact, Paul goes on and, and talks about the corruption there. He, 
talks about the abuses, and, and these abuses here may seem a little strange to some churches today because they, you know, uh, we, we, a lot of churches today, they forget about the true meaning of the Lord's Supper just because they have a, a small, you know, a cracker and a small cup of grape juice, and, and they never really think about what's going on. Uh, I had our young men help Brother Shelton tonight to, uh, to prepare the uh, the 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 the, uh, the bread and 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 the cup and and I asked the young man I said do you understand why that we are breaking the the, the crackers uh, some of the and some of the wafers that you have today they're nice and they've been stamped out mass produced kind of thing and listen uh, we break these to stay in context of scripture because the Bible says that the Lord's body was broken. Now his and, and I appreciated Brother Shelton sharing this with these young men. Now he there was not a bone broken of the Lord Jesus, right. but his body was broken, and it was bruised for our iniquities, for our transgressions, and and listen, and he was a bloody pulp. Right. Uh, when I even said something about you know, uh, and I say that man, they beat him half to death. And Brother Shelton said, well, you know, I don't know about that. I think they beat him in like ninety percent to death. And I have a tendency to believe that. Listen, they tried to kill him, and we've talked about that. And and, and so a a nice stamped-out wafer does not represent the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. Not like it's written here in the Word. And so Paul is bringing them to try to get them to understand what's going on. But the Corinthians observed the Lord's Supper with a full meal, a love feast. And in doing so, there were four abuses, and I'm just going to mention them because I want to I want to get get into the good stuff. Uh, there were four abuses. First, there were divisions. Yep. When divisions, and I just wrote some stuff out, the cliques, factions, schisms exist, then the spirit of the church is in disorder. Are y'all still with me? Say amen. Listen, this is one, one of the reasons for the Lord's Supper, to bring a people back in unity, uh, to bring, uh, bring from disorder, bring them to order. And from disunity to unity. Uh, listen, that's why we have, we're going to have an opportunity here in just a few minutes. Listen, if we have ought or we have something, an argument or something uh, against a brother or sister in Christ, then before you come to the Lord's table, you're to go get that right. Amen. And, and that's what these Corinthians were doing. They, there was disturbance, anger, gossip, pride, selfishness, and a lot of other things going on. And Paul said in verse 18, he said he, he only believed part of what he had heard because, you know, sometimes if, if Brother Marco makes me mad, I'm going to embellish it a little bit. <laughs> Amen? To make me look good. If he hurt my feeling, I'm going to say, man, you, you let me tell you what he did. And instead of being an anthill, it's become a mountain because I've, I'm telling the story. That's what, that's what Paul's talking about. He said uh, that he only believed part of what he heard. I mean, he knew full well how matters kind of grow and become surrounded with rumors and innuendos, exaggeration and those kinds of things. But also there was truth to what he had heard, and he knew it, and he was trying to help them and correct them before they come to the Lord's table because it's a grave thing to come to the Lord's table unworthy. Now, unworthy, first of all, means if you're lost, unsaved. Listen, if, if we wanted to really be technical, none of us are worthy. Amen? But we have been made worthy by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're saved, born again. Uh, but a lot of people came that were lost, evidently, because Paul said, because they came unworthily, some of them slept. Now, that didn't mean they had a hard day and they sat down and got sleepy and went to sleep. No, that means that God killed them. Right. They died. Some of them were sick because they came. They perhaps could have been people that were saved and born again, but they had some things in their life that they didn't get right with God. Um, so they came unworthy. And Paul is trying to set all this in order. Right. Notice in verse 19, he said, he said, For there must be also heresies or factions among you that uh, they which are uh, approved may be made manifest, shown, or demonstrated among you. 
And this is a point of encouragement really to the preacher and to the genuine or the real, the spirit-filled believer as they face division and opposition from the carnal and unsaved in the church. Listen, any person who finds himself in a group that's divisive, listen, they, they're in danger. I don't like being around where there's conflict. Amen? That's why I'm, I'm enjoying coming to church so much. Because, listen, I, there's a unity and a fellowship of the Spirit of God here at Central Park Baptist Church that, that you don't just find anywhere. And Paul is letting them know that, listen, some of them were doing fine, but listen, there was the, the majority of these people probably weren't doing the right thing. So Paul's trying to set their house in order. Look in verse 20. There was deception. They were deceiving themselves and coming together and partaking of the cup and the bread. They may have thought, man, you know, we're coming here. We're observing the Lord's Supper. No, they weren't. Uh, they were deceived. What they were doing was not remembering and not honoring God. That's why we're here. That's why we partake of the Lord's table, to, to remember him. This is about him. This is not about me and you. This is about him. Uh, and it was, Im it, it was impossible to have a divisive spirit and honor God. That's why uh, when oftentimes when churches partake of the Lord's Supper, listen, it's to bring a unity and a fellowship back into the, the body of Christ in that place. It's a disciplined kind of thing. God says, listen, you need to get your house in order. He's saying, y'all are so far out of whack and y'all are so far out of focus and you got your eyes on so many of these other things, you have forgotten why you're here. Yep. That's why we come, to remember him. Yes. There was selfishness. There was abuse of, of sanctity. If you look there in verse 22, you know, there's a series of questions that, answer themselves and really ought to stir up a conviction within our heart of anybody who's guilty of any of these kinds of things that we ought to get that right. There's a place. Uh, listen, this is a place of worship. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Um, you know, I, I have a hard time. Some, You know, I have to remind myself sometimes I'll say it's in the auditorium. No. This is a sanctuary. Yeah. Uh, we got to be careful. This is a place of worship. Uh, it's not to be a place of selfishness. Amen. It's not to be a place of division or anything else. It's a place of worship where Christ is glorified, not man. And so Paul is trying to rebuke them and and trying to let them know, listen, you guys, he's telling the Corinthian people, the, the Corinthian church, you're coming for the wrong reason. You've, you've totally missed it. And, and when we come to the Lord's table, we need to remember why we come. Amen. He said, Amen. in fact, he said, it, it, didn't it right here on the front? Remembrance of me. Uh, the meaning of the bread. The Lord said, take, eat, this is my body. Now, and I'm not going to get into all this, but there's a couple of things. One's called trans. Uh, substantiationalism. Another one is called consubstantiationalism. Uh, one believes that the that this actually becomes the body of Christ and and the blood of Christ, and uh, it, that when you know that, and then you partake of His body, and you know, and it's like that that that's not it. Another one believes that after you take it, it turns into that. Both are false. Amen. Both are completely. Uh, opposite or directly against what God's trying to teach us. Yeah. Um, but if you notice the word is, it says, take eat, this is my body. It has the meaning of representing or identifying. Right. He is, it represents the image of God. Now, that rock, in other words, over in 1 Corinthians 10, 4, was a representation of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, the Lord wasn't an actual rock. Right. Amen. Right. Amen. Also notice that when the Lord instructed his, his apostles to, he said, take, eat, he's standing right there. Right. Yeah. Amen. I mean, uh, and he himself, and we'll get into that later, partook of the bread. Uh, but, but notice we see that the bread was representing or symbolizing his body. Notice another point, the cup. Jesus did not say, this is my blood. 
He said, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. The cup, watch, wasn't the New Covenant. It was a symbol of the New Covenant. Neither was it the literal blood of Christ. It was only representing the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And notice the words broken for you. This refers to the death, the bruising, and the suffering of the Lord Jesus Christ. The word for points to the substitutionary nature of the Lord's death. He died for us. He was our substitute. Galatians 3.13 says Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is every one that hangeth on a tree. Right. Hebrews 2.9 says, But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels, for the suffering of death, Amen. crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. Amen. Hebrews 9.28 says, So Christ was offered to bear the sins of many, and uh, unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. First Peter one twenty or two twenty four says, "Who his own self bear our sin in his own body on the tree that we, being dead to sin, should live unto righteousness by whose stripes we are healed." Amen. First Peter three eighteen, for Christ also has suffered. Once, hath once suffered for sins. In other words, listen, once you get saved, you're saved. Only one kind of life that the Lord gives, everlasting, eternal. Not 10-year life, not five years, not, not, you know, not if you can hang on faithful to the end. There were no pegs on the outside of the ark. Amen. Amen, you had to get in. Same thing, salvation, you got to get in Christ, amen? So he suffered once for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us unto God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened or made alive by the Spirit. Now notice the words, this do in remembrance of me. This means a lot more than just recalling the death of Christ. It means to actively stir up one's mind and to meditate Upon the person of Jesus Christ. Christ says to remember me. To actively meditate upon him. Listen. uh, You know. Do you ever do things that remind you of something. Or someone else. Do you ever do something that reminds you of someone else today. And then tomorrow. And the next day. And the next day. And the next day. I do. I mean. The Lord wants us to actively meditate on him. Look at the words, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. The idea here is that the Old Testament is being set aside and God is establishing a new covenant with his people. He's not deleting the Old Testament. It's not out of date or nothing. I mean, I'm telling you, there's as much stuff in the Old Testament that's relevant and good for us today as in the New Testament. So I guess that would mean it's all pretty relevant, amen? Uh, So the basis of the new covenant is the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, not the blood of bulls and goats. Hebrews 9, 13, 15 says, For the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of an heifer sprinkling the the unclean, sanctified to the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God? Purge your conscience from the dead works to serve the living God. And for this cause, he is the mediator of the New Testament, that by means of death, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. Listen, the Lord died for me and you, and, and he's letting us know that, listen, all the, uh, all the bulls and the goats and stuff, listen, that's all done and that's all finished with because there was another sacrifice that died on the cross for yep. our sin, yep. and it, it was finished, complete. It's a done deal, amen. amen, nothing else. And then he says, this do ye as oft as ye drink it. Christ very simply told his followers to do as he was doing and celebrate in celebrating his supper. He set a time aside. He said, take the cup, bless it, and drink it. And again, he said, in remembrance of me. Um, you know, there's repeated emphasis 
on the point that the Lord's Supper has one purpose only. One, to focus attention on the Lord. Did you ever get your focus off of him? Yeah, we do, you know, and the Lord knew that. You say, well, you know how he knew that? Because look what we're doing. That's why. He knew that we were forgetful. He knew that we were going to get busy. He knew that life would seep into our lives and we would think that life was all about getting up, going to work, taking care of our responsibilities during the day and then going home, going to bed and getting up the next day and starting all over. But that's not what the purpose of life is. And I want him to get into all that. But the Lord says, so we come back to his table so that we can remember him and what he did for us and remember our purpose. The purpose of the Lord's Supper, to show the Lord's death till he come. The word show means to proclaim, preach, declare, or announce. The Lord's Supper proclaims the Lord's death and his return. Listen, he's coming back. He didn't die and stay dead. Amen. He died and ascended to the right hand of the Father. And he said, do this as, as oft as you do it. Do it in remembrance of me. Amen. Well, what's part of the remembrance of him? Remembering that he said, I go away and prepare a place for you, and I will come again and receive you unto myself. Amen. He said, remember that. Listen, that in days when things are tough and things are hard, listen, I'm telling you, that will help you a little bit Amen. to remember he's coming back. But... Some didn't listen, and they came to the Lord's table wrong. Look in verse 27 through 30. The consequences of partaking of the Lord's Supper unworthily. Uh, What does it mean to do that unworthily? Well, Paul here, speaking directly to the Corinthian people there at that church, he said, so, he said, what? Whatever their sins were is bound to be, I mean, what Paul was talking about unworthy. Paul didn't list everything, but he listed some of them. The Corinthians were guilty of partaking of the Lord's Supper with the spirit of division, verse 18, a spirit of heresy, verse 19, a spirit of self-deception, verse 20, and the list goes on in verse 21. And Paul indicates to us that having sin within one's heart and in one's life is what meant by partaking unworthily. Oh, man, what do we do, preacher? First John 1, 9, if we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Our only unworthiness is Jesus Christ, or excuse me, our only worthiness is Jesus Christ, and the only time we're accounted worthy by him is when we're walking with him in a spirit of confession, repentance, and praise. Uh, we have no righteousness of our own. So the only conceivable time we could be counted worthy would be when we are walking in constant fellowship with him. Yeah. Uh, listen, God help us as we come to the Lord's table to come worthy. If there's somebody you need to talk, go talk to him. It's okay. You know, the sad thing about it is sometimes when uh, folks know that we're having the Lord's Supper, you know what they do? They don't come. They get worried or they get scared or they're fearful. This isn't, that's not what this is. Right. Listen, God's trying to say, I'm, here, I'm trying to help you. Right. I'm, I'm trying to help you to get back into a right relationship with me. I'm here to try to help you to get back into a right relationship with your brother and sister in Christ. Yeah. I'm here to help you to bring unity back into the fellowship of the church. Right. That's what Paul's talking about. And so the Lord says, come. He says, come unto me, all you that labored or heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. So when we do that, we can put our attention and our focus right back on him. Yeah. So we got to judge ourselves. I'm not here to judge you. You are. I'm not here to say, oh. Don't know why they're doing this. Man, if there's somebody that ought never take the Lord, it's that person. No, wait a minute. That's what you do. This is between you and God. Amen. Yeah. Uh, and, and we're here for one reason. 
to be thankful. Man, I'm thankful. I'm thankful I'm a born-again child of God. Yep. Um, I mean, I'm thankful that I'm forgiven. I'm a sinner, but I'm a saved sinner. And I'm a forgiven sinner. And I, I, I can stand before my Father in heaven righteous. Made righteous through my Savior, Jesus Christ. Made worthy by his shed blood. Yep. And you know what? You can too. So if you need to come, then I want to give you an opportunity to come. This is for you so that we can remember him and what he's done for us. Father, help us. God, I pray that, Lord, as we come to your table tonight, God, that you'd just uh, help us to have the right spirit, Father. Lord, to just lean on you for a moment and love on you, God, and Lord, whatever might be in the hearts of people, you know, and they know. So, God, I pray that maybe some just want to come and, and just talk to you, Lord, and just say thank you. God, whatever the need might be, whatever. Maybe somebody just wants to come to the altar and just say thank you, Lord, for loving me. Whatever that need might be, I pray, God, that folks will come. And, Lord, that they'll just spend some time with you here at the altar, Lord, before we come to your table. And we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. While heads are bowed and eyes are closed.